Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Kate Fenske from CN Public Affairs, and joining me is David Shidnovic, Director of Marketing for Grain. David, CN continues to develop its plan to move the grain crop for the upcoming crop year, and for the first time, the plan will be submitted to the federal government. Can you give us a bit of a background about how the plan is being developed? Well, every year in advance of new crops, CN prepares a plan for how we'll move the Western Canadian crop over the course of the crop year. And following the recently enacted provisions of Bill C-49, CN will now file a grain plan with Transport Canada. The grain plan assesses CN's ability to move the grain that it's required to move during the crop year, taking into account the total volume of grain expected to be moved. The grain plan also identifies the steps that CN has taken or will be taking to enable us to move the grain during the crop year. Now, CN's taking the opportunity of this new filing requirement to get feedback and hear from a variety of stakeholders in the grain supply chain, from producers to grain companies to industry organizations. As we've seen across a number of supply chains in recent years, a collaborative approach to grain transportation that focuses on specifics will improve results for the entire grain supply chain. What are some of the key areas where CN is asking for input from the industry and our partners in the supply chain? Well, first is overall supply. There's total supplies available to be moved in the prairies, which is a mix of carry-in stocks and production, but that's just one piece of the puzzle. There's the specific portion of the pie that CN will move, and in order to design grain service and plan resources at the regional level, CN needs to plan right down to the origin destination level. It's not enough to know how much grain we're going to have to move. We need to know where it's moving from and going to. Second is the capacity of the overall grain supply chain. Capacity varies over the course of the year. Thunder Bay is out of the picture as an export outlet for a portion of the year, for example. And there are a whole host of other factors that can affect overall grain supply chain capacity. The vast majority of grain moves in revenue cap regulated lanes, but there's also the flow of grain within Canada for domestic consumption to the U.S. and to Mexico to consider as well. We're very eager to receive comments that speak directly to factors that affect the end-to-end capacity of the supply chain in all corridors. Third is grain supply chain capacity specific to CN as well as the actions being taken by CN to improve the resiliency and recoverability in CN's rail network. We want to know if producers and shippers have seen improvements in recent months. And as you know, CN's announced the acquisition of 1,000 new generation high-cube hopper cars and 200 new AC locomotives, but it takes time to get those built and delivered. Now, where we've seen some real success so far is on the hiring front, and in order to increase our capacity and network resiliency, crews are key. We've added hundreds of conductors to the field so far this year, and we're still hiring. Now, about 1,200 new qualified conductors will be in the field before next winter. So CN is consulting with grower groups and wants to hear from producers across Western Canada. Is CN also consulting with customers, the grain companies? Yeah, definitely. CN's got ongoing conversations with its customers, small and large, to see if the commercial programs we offer meet their specific needs. And through these discussions, CN can build more detail into the plan. The more detail we have down to the origin destination level, the better. CN anticipates for this coming crop year... 95% of its fleet capacity will be subscribed under its commercial programs, and we see that as a success. David, as CN works to finalize its grain plan to submit by August 1st, are there any things that could change that plan that might be of concern? Well, we can't predict everything, but in our plan, we want to develop more workarounds and ways to recover if there are mainline disruptions. Network resiliency is going to be key. And we know there's a real upper limit to how much grain the entire supply chain can consistently handle per week. We want to be hitting 5,500 cars per week for CN-supplied equipment outside of winter, and more if we can, but when Thunder Bay closes, that does decrease the number of cars CN can get to port. The other thing that can impact our ability to move grain that we don't have total control over is crews. Like I said earlier, CN's been hiring hundreds of conductors, but we need to work to retain them, especially in those first couple of years. 
Railroading isn't a 9-to-5 Monday-to-Friday job. It may not be for everyone, but it can be a rewarding career, and we think we've got a great team of new railroaders that are being fully trained so they'll be ready to go. David, how can people provide feedback on CN's Grain Plan? Well, CN's already been reaching out directly to industry organizations and other stakeholders, including holding face-to-face meetings and phone conversations to gather feedback. But we also want to hear directly from producers. More information and the questions we're asking can be found at cn.ca grain, and comments can be emailed to grainconsultation at cn.ca. Thanks so much for your time, David. And for real-time updates on what's happening in the grain supply chain and on CN's network, find us on Twitter at CN Railway. Thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN. 